Cyclone MMA. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk MMA. We're here. We just watched UFC Fight Night Paris, I guess we can call it. It was Gone yes, versus Tuivasa. Cody, how you doing? Not bad, man. How you doing today? Doing solid. Great fight night card. It was wicked, man, for free. That's a great card. Good shit. We're going to start off with the co-main event because Bobby Knuckles is my boy. Yes, sir. I'm a Bobby Knuckles fanboy. I love that man. I <laughs> yes, love sir. that He's man. He's great, man. He's great. Um, so Vittori versus Whitaker. How did you think it was going to play out in what are your overall thoughts of that fight? So I personally thought Rob was going to win that fight. Um, I, I thought that for sure. I thought that it was going to be a little bit more of a, of a firefight. I thought there was going to be a lot more on Vittori's side. But I just think Rob just makes you fight that way. Makes the pressure. like He, he kind of stays back. Vittori says he pressure, like he likes to pressure. So he tried to do that. And I think Rob was just too technical for him. You could tell that Vittori was trying to pressure throughout that entire fight. But Rob is just so damn good. He shows us like his true like championship spirit tonight. Like We all know... He lost the belt to Izzy, and then the rematch was, like, so damn Super close. close. Super close. But as long as Robert Whitaker's in this division, he's constantly going to be an issue for anyone. He's, like, the ultimate gatekeeper. It's like they should just get two belts. They should give him a belt and Izzy a belt because he's that good. He, they really should. He, he's that good. And Marvin Vittori is a great fighter, too. thought it was a good fight, you know. But um, just I feel that, like we just talked about, Rob's second best, per se. In that division, it's not going to change until he retires, I think. <laughs> yeah. And the thing you notice, too, is I feel like Vittori at the end of that fight, he's like, you could tell he knew, I lost this fight. Oh, for sure. Like, there's like the fight with Izzy where he's like, oh, I think I won. I think yeah. I won. And then yeah. this one, he's like, nah, yeah, I lost that fight. <laughs> like, legitimately, both Izzy fights, he's like, I won that. Yeah. And then with Whitaker, there was like, no questions, hands down, you lost. I think the judges, what they give him. I think all three we, rounds other than one judge. One judge gave him one round, yeah. Gave Vittori one round. Which, maybe the first round. Maybe. I don't know. I still give it to Whitaker. I give it all of them to Whitaker. Me too. But, but I feel like he's one of those fighters too. He seemed to get better each round. And he just looked good. And like three round Robert Whitaker. When was the last time we saw Robert Whitaker fight in three rounds? It's been a while. It seems like he's been in five rounds his last six, seven fights. Absolutely. Because what? Uh... Izzy's both fights. Yep. Um, Cannoneer. I, Cannoneer. Uh, was, no, that was three, actually, wasn't it? It may have been three, but it was three. wasn't. Uh, fuck. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Darren Till was five. Yeah, little short Kelvin guy. Gaslam yeah, was Kelvin five. Gaslam, that's I'm looking up uh, the the Cannoneer Whitaker fight because I forget if that was three or five. Not that it like matters. He he f- finished Cannoneer. No, it was a decision. But was Cannoneer it? was coming on strong. Uh, yes, yeah, it, it was three rounds. Okay. Regardless, Whitaker's the man. He's the ultimate gatekeeper. It seems rude calling him a gatekeeper because he's such a fucking G. He's yeah. so good. He's so damn good. But that just shows how good Israel Adesanya is. Yeah, just I mean, Rob is basically just playing in Izzy's tracks at this point. Yeah, it's like Izzy he- beats him. Rob beats him. Yeah, or or vice, vice versa. versa. Rob beats him. Izzy beats him. Yeah. Rob beats him. Izzy beats him. And it's just like it's that one guy, that one person you, you just can't get past. It's almost like easiest to try to move up again. Yeah. yeah. But we'll move on to the main event, which was like way, way, way more competitive than I thought it was going to be. We were talking. <laughs> we were talking. We, we made a bet. I, w- I told Cody, I'm like, 
Ty is not going to land five punches in the first round. And on paper, he didn't. He didn't. No. But in the 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 later rounds of that fight, holy shit, Ty was putting it on Cyril Gon. Ty is just a Ty's the kind of guy that you just can't dislike him. You know, no. you can't dislike both him. of them. Both of them, yeah, both of them for that matter. But you can't dislike Ty. And I mean, yeah, he's not your average. I mean, he is your average heavyweight. He's he's a big guy. He's huge. You know, but you look at him and you look at Cyril Gon, and you're like, shit, these guys should not be in the same weight class. Yeah. They shouldn't be. I mean, there's just two different styles of heavyweights, and people, you look at that, okay, Cyril Gon's going to win this fucking fight. I'm weird when it comes to Cyril Gon. I see him as, like, the ultimate alpha male. I feel like he's the best heavyweight. I say that even with Francis Ngannou roaming this planet. I'm still, like, Cyril Gon's, like, perfect. And he's so, so like, he's still so new to the sport that he's just going to evolve, and I think he'll be a future champion. And when I saw this matchup, I just said, oh, Ty does not have a chance. I'm like, he's not going to land. He's too small. He, you know, he's got the reach disadvantage. He's kind of a one-trick pony. I'm, I'm not going to say that anymore because the dude's got a chin and he cracks like crazy. <laughs> but I just thought wow. Cyril Gon was way too technical. Ty proved that he could win this fight. They fought 10 times. Ty might come away with a couple victories there. He very but, well might. But let's not take away from how good Cyril Gon is because he, he worked that body like crazy. Dude, those body shots were killing oh, Ty, man. Yeah. They were eating him up. And, and like you said, you can't. Take away Ty's durability, man. He's Holy so durable. Fuck. And, like, he took a head kick and just kind of, like, wobbled a bit. I, I still don't know if he was playing possum I thought he that. was faking it. Yeah, I thought he was playing possum. But he, he went right after him after. Then took another one. <laughs> he took another one. And then those punches should finish any heavyweight. Like, those were vicious. Those were, like, head wraps around, and you just, like, could tell he, like, snapped his neck on it. Those were vicious uppercuts. Man. And then... Man. When when Ty land, man, when I, I thought, like, Gon was out for a second. Oh, yeah. He was out. And, like, he's talking about it, which is a great part and a lot of respect from both those guys because, like, Gon at the end is like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> I was out. Like, I was seeing black. Like, that's the first time ever it's happened. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, was, that was great, man. I mean, I just like the respect from those guys. They both, all week during the fight, coming up to the fight, they were laughing, joking. And that's just who they are. They're just two guys who want to fight, prove that they're at the top of the division, and well, Cyril Gon did that for sure. I pity the fool who fights Ty next. He yeah. looks so good, dude. Like even in defeat here, like he couldn't really land, but he ate so many heavy shots and like threw back with such power. Where it's like, what's next for him? You know? Yeah, he's going to stay at the top of that division for a little while. I don't think there's many. I mean. There are other guys in that division that can beat him, but there's not many other guys in that division that can stand and trade with him. Mm-mm. Otherwise, you're going to sleep. He's he's done the best job with Cyril Gaon out of anyone in the UFC other than Francis. Absolutely. And that's being said, like even considering he got finished. He was so close to winning that fight, and then just the tides turned, Gaon weathered the storm and came away with a victory, which I'm excited to see what's next for him. Like. What are we going to see with, with him, you know? You know, with Nagano coming off, uh, I believe he's out for a little bit more with his knee surgery and stuff. And then, you know, other people coming in to the heavyweight talks. So, Stipe, John Jones, Jones yeah. there's other – Curtis Blades. There are guys here, and we may talk about John Jones a little bit later. Tom Aspinall as well. Oh, I keep forgetting about him. Uh, he messed up with that. Curtis Blades fight was going to be a good fight, man. Mm. I was – and then his knee – 
Yep. <sighs> yep. Shit. That's right. That's right. But um, there are other fights here that we want to talk about. Um, Nasserine. Okay. <laughs> Nasserdine. Imavov versus Joaquin Imovov. Buckley. I know we were like rooting for Buckley hard in this. I don't. I didn't care at the beginning. Me either. But then the antics from Imavov, I was just like, all right, Buckley, you gotta, you gotta go. Yeah, man, the shit just falling to the cage and all this shit. It's like, come on, man, standing like, over him. Yeah, like, come on, man, get back and fucking fight. And Buckley hit a few shots. Finally, that was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try to wrestle a little bit now. I, I think I got it. I think, yeah. I, yeah. think I understand that power now. Um, but man, that's that was a good fight too. That was fun to watch. Imovov's really good. Um, he beat Edmund Shabazian, right? I think yes, we talked about yes, that. he did. Yeah, in New um, York last year. But also beating Joaquin Buckley, who's a super like, he's a strong fighter. He's pretty good. He, he the the thing you think of when you think of Joaquin Buckley is that crazy spinning back kick that he had, <sighs> where he just in the air and just knocked the dude out. The dude had his leg. Um, I think it was Impa. I forget his last name. Who he's fighting? Yeah. But, like that's what kind of made his career, I think. And, yeah, it did for sure. Anytime he fights, is it's so explosive and entertaining, and he could he has that one punch knockout power. He does, man, and that was quite the height difference in that fight too. Yep. And it was it was it was a tough fight, man, I'm for sure. It looked like a different, like two different fighters in two different weight classes. Really, and the fact that Buckley like really rallied at the end was starting to putting on putting it on Imovov strong, and was you know making it a fight towards the end it's just a testament to his will it is for sure yeah um another entertaining fight there um and then let's see oh de carico versus Kopliov. oh yes well i was expecting de carico to win that i know for sure who was it he he had a crazy head kick knockout who was it it was in 2021 Joaquin Buckley. Joaquin okay, Buckley, there yeah. it is. I know <laughs> yeah. they had some beef going. Yeah, into they it. did have some beef. And he got the head kick knockout. I remember he was just freaking out. So I was, I was expecting him to take it. That was a back in round fight for, you know, the amount of time it lasted. And then Kopliev came away with it. Um, and then I think the other one we want to talk about is Charles Jordan versus Nathaniel Wood. That's the fight that impressed both of us. I think that was a that was awesome fight to start off that card, man. Nathaniel Wood is fun to watch. Great fighter. <laughs> Um, a lot of respect for him. And then Charles, man, he's, he's like very fun to watch. He's a firecracker. Well, his last fight, man, he was, ended it with like that Spartan kick. Mm. You remember that? Yeah. I think that was the fight before. Yeah. Because his last one was Oh, was it the fight before? I think it was the fight before because the last one was Burgos, I want to say. But I know what you're talking about. Was it Burgos? I think so. I think he lost to Burgos, right. right? Yeah, he lost to Shane okay. Burgos. And then who was the fight before? It that? was it was Lando Venata. Yes. Oh no, dude, that was that was two fights ago. Oh shit. Yeah, that was a while ago. Was it that long ago? Yeah, it was. He's very active because he lost to Shane Burgos in July. Yeah, that's right. He's yeah. already fighting in September in here. September. Wow. But Nathaniel Wood surprised the hell out of me. It just seemed like anything Charles Jordan had, Nathaniel Wood did better. He was more calculated, a little less wild, and he just he was good on the feet, good on the ground, just had a smart game plan for him. He did, man. Nathaniel Wood was taking some a couple tough shots too and just eating them, man, you know. And uh I saw a post after Charles was like, you know, it happens and we're I'm sorry, but we're coming back strong. And it's yeah. true, man. He had a good fight and, you know, and it's just you get the short end of the stick sometimes. And yeah. Nathaniel Wood and hats off to him. He was 
absolutely great tonight. Nathaniel Woods going to be a problem for that division. I want to say he was tough. he was a lightweight before. I yes. want to say. Yeah, he went up, right? He went Oh shit, he He went up. He did go he up. Was originally so he wasn't one, a lightweight. He was a bantamweight. 135, right? Okay, yeah. so he no, definitely found the weight class that works for him cuz he looks really good finishing a guy like Charles Jordan with wow. how durable and, you know, explosive that guy is. That's uh that's a feather in his cap for sure and that's that's going to get him close to a you know, a top 10 to 15 ranked fighter, probably, Absolutely. I'd imagine. I would say that he's coming off on a few wins, I believe. Yep. Yeah, he beat Charles Rosa before that. that is correct, yeah. That a, yeah, yeah it, great fight to start off that card, man. It was fun, exciting. And the crowd, man, in, in Paris. Holy They were shit. on their feet, dude. They were, you know, the first. They were ready. What, first UFC event, right, in Paris? I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, man, and it was, wow, that crowd during the Thai fight and the Gone fight, man, holy shit. That's another thing. It's really cool to see a Frenchman win, you know, in his home country. Absolutely. Like, that's super cool because, like, I feel like a lot of times there's, like, these cursed cards where they'll go to a certain place and then they'll have a bunch of fighters and they'll just everyone from that country loses, lose, yeah. and then the crowd's just like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" But um, yeah, that was that was solid. That was a good free card to start off the day. The only thing I don't like about some of these cards is just noon for prelims, yeah, three p.m. You know, Eastern time, depending on where you are. I and it's like I will say though, I rather early cards than staying up to like. 1 a.m. watching fights that, like, that's true too yeah i'm up late anyways but if i'm gonna like like this pod we wouldn't be having this podcast right now if the fights were ending at like one o'clock correct we yeah, would yeah, maybe yeah. do it and our arts would be bloodshot and we'd be <laughs> toasted but you know like it's kind of a nice change of pace every once in a while to have them early uh, okay yeah i agree with that agree. but um let's let's move on now let's talk about ufc 279 yes because uh this is coming on this Next is coming weekend. up this saturday yeah um, I'm just going to go through the card, and then maybe we can talk about the two fights yeah. at the top. Maybe even the top three. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, in the light heavyweight division, you got Johnny Walker versus Ion Kutalaba. That's just going to be a firefight. Those are two wild <laughs> boys who are going to throw down. That is. And Johnny Walker got knocked out his last fight, right? Um, was that the Jamal Hill fight? Or no. No, no, he didn't. Shit, I'm fucking up again. No, you might be right. Yeah, it's yeah, Jamal, it was Hill. Jamal Hill. That Jamal crazy Hill. weird knockout. Yeah. Where they hit him, and he like, fucking flailed see, back. And when Gon got dropped, that's what I thought of. Yeah. Because it was the same thing where I'm like, if he lands wrong on that cage, he's, he's going to be yeah. out. Um, then you, we have Irene Aldana versus Macy Chasson in the women's bantamweight division. A catchweight between Kevin Holland and Daniel Rodriguez. I'm curious what they're fighting at. I think actually I saw it. I think it was 180. I think it's 180, yeah. Um, which is interesting because Kevin Holland you know, moved from 185 to 170, and now mm -hmm. he's doing a catchweight with Daniel Rodriguez. That's two guys that have flamethrowers for freaking Kevin hands. Holland just loves to fight. Yeah, he does. He's good at it. So. Very good at it. So I'm excited to watch that. That's going to be a fun fight. And then the final two fights on this card is Lee Jingliang <laughs> versus Tony Ferguson. We're going to refer to Lee Jingliang as the leech. Because, Absolutely. Because I don't want to butcher that name any further. And then we have <laughs> Hamzat Shamaya versus Nate Diaz. Cody, what do you want to talk about first here? Fuck it. Let's just talk with Shamaya and Diaz. Go for it. We have to. Um, big fight in that division, man. You know, Nate Diaz's last fight on his contract. Chimaev is upcoming. They're both gangsters, man. And Nate Diaz is never out of a fight. And Nate Diaz sells a card. Sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Sacrifice. You know. <laughs> Sacrifice. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, Nate Diaz shit. is so fucked. He 
he is fucked, man. <laughs> I mean, he is fucked for sure. But it, it, they were talking about it. You can never count no, out Nate Diaz. And trust me, I think he's fucked too. Yeah. I think he gets <laughs> thrown around. I think he gets punched. But Chimaev has not fought a five-round fight. I, I know. And granted, I think he probably will finish Nate Diaz before that. I may be wrong. But like Nate Diaz said, it, it was on the on one of the like the little videos tonight. He said, "This ain't a war or something like that. This ain't whatever. It's an army, and in order to kill me, you're gonna have to kill me." Yeah. Like is what he was yeah. saying, basically. I just feel like the UFC that sounded is, stupid as fuck. No, I, I think it was like this isn't a war; it's an army. In order to beat me, you have to kill me. Yeah, something like yeah, that. I something like that. that. One up. But uh, I just feel like the UFC's taking a toddler and throwing him in the lion's den, and she's like, "Good luck." <laughs> but like, Man. but with that being said, the way that Gilbert Burns was able to tire out Hamzat Shamayev and win in the third round of that fight, if you if you see Nate Diaz busted, bloody, but not tired. And then you see a heavy breathing Hamzat Shemaev in the fourth round of a five round fight. It's gonna be fun. So it is get gonna ready. be fun, man. So like with you know, I joke about them sacrificing Nate Diaz, but like if the MMA gods have anything to do with this fight, we're gonna see Nate Diaz in a freaking war for the last two rounds of that fight, man. And I have a feeling, like I say, if if Shemayev goes in, hits, wrestles, Nate Diaz is. Probably fucked, but yeah. Nate Diaz does have very good jujitsu. He is good on the ground, yeah. you know. So, it I think he gets completely fucked, but he very well could make this a very exciting fight. It's just so weird looking at Nate Diaz now. Like I feel like you got to look at Nate Diaz differently after he almost beat Leon Edwards, and now Leon Edwards is the champion of the welterweight division. <laughs> yeah. You gotta. You got to look at him different. You got to toss some respect on his name, even though I just chanted sacrifice about him. <laughs> um, Man, yeah, that the way he almost knocked out. I just drew a complete fucking blank. But yeah, Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards yeah, right. yeah, Leon Edwards. Um, man, it's <laughs> yeah. He you got to put respect on his name because he is a great fighter. People love to see him. He's going to sell cards. Every card he's on, it's going to sell. Yeah. He's going to sell a pay-per-view. So. Both of these dudes are super popular already, but I feel like after next Saturday, a star will be born. Like yeah. It's going to be Hamzat Shemaev finishing you know, the legend Nate Diaz before Diaz leaves to go box Jake Paul or whoever the hell. Um, yeah, or you're going to see Nate Diaz, the crafty veteran, somehow beat young blood Hamzat <laughs> Shemaev and then walk either gets a title fight or... Or walks away from the sport on top. Yeah. Like, hey, I fuck know. you, UFC. Yeah. Fuck you, Dana. I'm yeah. leaving. Now, we should just do rapid fire for these other okay, ones. Perfect. The Leech versus Tony. Who do you see winning that welterweight fight? <clears throat> Leech, but I really want Tony. Same. All right. The catchweight battle between Daniel Rodriguez and Kevin Holland. Who do you see winning that? Kevin Holland. <sighs> I'm going to go Daniel Rodriguez on that one. Oof. Just like... I don't know why. Man, I, I just, Kevin, after it. his last fight against... Uh, we watched it. Wasn't it, uh, yeah, it was a, Francisco Trinaldo? Nope. No? Are you sure? It was uh, the other cowboy, right? Oh. Yeah. Oh, Alex Oliveira. Alex Oliveira, What yeah. the hell am I talking about? Dude, Trinaldo's like a bantamweight. Yeah. <laughs> I was so far off there. Yeah. But the thing is, in my head, I was thinking Alex Oliveira. I feel but, like they look similar. No, his last fight was Tim Means, right? No, it was Kevin Holland. March 5th. March. 
No, oh, no, I'm Kevin's fucking full of shit. You're yeah. right. It is Tim Means. Okay. Oh well, yeah. shit. That's right. That's yeah. right. He finished. He won that fight, and he won the fight against freaking Alex Oliveira, man. So okay, I think two fight. Yeah, he's two fights up, and I, I think, I think Holland wins that fight. I guess the thing I'm thinking about Daniel Rodriguez is, you know, he has the win over uh, Kevin Lee, who I like have a lot of respect for. In a way, I know Kevin Lee was always a meme, but I feel like the talent was there. I feel like when he lost to. Uh, now we're going into this whole Kevin Lee conversation. But, like, he <laughs> lost to Charles Oliveira, and I think people yes. were like, oh, he's washed. And then Charles became champion. I think mm-hmm. people are looking at that fight differently now. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm taking Daniel Rodriguez. Screw it. Um, I'm rooting for Kevin Holland. I love Kevin, Kevin Holland. He's literally like a real-life superhero. <laughs> he is a fucking um, superhero, man. The Bantamweight matchup. Who do you got? Aldana or Chiasen? Chiasen. Yeah, I'm going to go Chiasen as well. Then light heavyweight, Walker or Qtalaba? I want Walker to win. I don't like Kutalaba. I think he fucking sucks. I think Walker's going to win, too. Perfect. Boom. Kutalaba's a dick. Yeah, he's very much, like, just makes everything into... He kind of has Marvin Vittori energy. Yeah. And by the way, I'm going to bring that up real quick. Energy. I know this isn't related, but that's what you get for not shaking hands with the Reaper, Marvin Vittori. Yes, Listen, sir. I like you, especially after your battle with Paulo Costa, but you got to shake hands with Rob, dude. Come on, Marvin. Get rid of that little dick energy. Yeah, dude. Come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? He, Marvin's going he to see this. He he's completely like, he's fucking gonna smash <laughs> our heads together. He completely uh, fucking demolished me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like one hand behind his back. Yeah. Just kill both of us. Fuck. Um, all right. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about John Bones Jones. <sighs> Take it away, Cody. Talk about him. John Jones. Talk about him. the fucking. I won't say what I want to say. But um no he's a cool guy I love him <laughs> love sweetheart him. great guy no one of one of the greats man he is well he is one of the greats regardless of drug tests but he's a great um he's got a lot of extracurricular activities yeah. that I'm not fond of no for sure but um he, but he's coming up he's gonna go heavyweight and the reason we're talking about him is because you know the heavyweight fight tonight um that could be what's next for Cyril Gone you know maybe if if um, Stipe Miocic can't fight, or if something happens, they can't make something happen. Even though I think they are making Stipe, Stipe, and uh, Jones, and I think that's a good fight. I guess that's the thing. If you're matchmaker right now, who do you give John Jones as his first test in the heavyweight division? Probably Miocic. Rather than just like if they could, would you just make Francis and Jones, or would you just go Stipe and Jones? Because he did like give up his own title. The, the UFC. Caters to John Jones because he is a pay per view seller and people like him. The UFC probably, if they had the option, would is probably going to give him right to Francis Ugano. Yep. I would like to see him fight, you know, see Miocic first and then Oregon. And then if you win, okay, you beat the number one or the number four, or whatever, between Stipe or no, Stipe's two. You beat one and two, one or two. Sure, give you a title shot. It'd be really interesting. I feel like Curtis Blades would be a sick matchup. That would be Just a sick matchup. With the power in his hands and then the crazy wrestling he has, I would love to see that test for John Jones. I don't think they'll make that. I think they will make Stipe. <laughs> Did you see? I think they will make Stipe too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? Oh, there was a couple fights, a couple fight cards ago. It was in the press conference, and someone asked Dana about the John Jones fight being possible. You know. And December 11th, I believe, is the day they were trying to target it for. And that was in Las Vegas. And someone asked, do you have a little bit of... Are you a little skeptical about getting John Jones to fight in uh, Las Vegas? 
because of you know drugs mm-hmm. and stuff. And Dana kind of laughed and said, "Yeah, maybe maybe we should have him fight in like California or something." Yeah. <laughs> <Where> the, <laughs> well, like Iowa, like yeah, somewhere's yeah. where there's nothing going nothing on. Nothing going on. Yeah. Shots fired at Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where it doesn't fucking matter what you take. But you can't take away from John Jones how good he is of a fighter. No, he's, he's a really fighter, good. Man. It's just he's like... He's a great fighter. Oh. He's worst enemy. Like, the only one that can beat John Jones is John Jones. That's it. In... We all, we call him like undefeated, even though he has like a DQ. He does, but he has so many losses on his record. When you look at the decisions he makes, <laughs> the one ah. where he's sitting in his car, and what his fourth. His, like the DUI yeah, or, yeah the know, DUI dude. sitting there and they're like oh Mr. Jones and he looks like a fucking idiot it's yeah. like you said he's his own worst enemy but the UFC loves him and like I'll watch every one of his fights because he's mad entertaining and he's a super yes. good fighter but with that being said I see a losing streak coming because I think the guys in the heavyweight division are going to be a problem I think you can't take that many years off so many consecutive times and still be the same fighter you are I think that he's going to bite off a little bit more than he can chew, especially if he just starts right at the top with a Stipe or a Gon or a Nagano. As much as I want to agree with that and see him get his ass beat, I think it's John Jones. I think he's great, unfortunately. And I think he's going to just come back, do what he does, fight, finish, and beat these guys and go for it. Here's a question. Who wins, Stipe Miocic or Dominic Reyes? Miocic. Right. I, I would say that confidently. I'd say 55% of the MMA world, and Reyes. I know MMA math doesn't work oh, like this, sure. thinks Reyes beat Jones. He did beat Jones. Now, if you take uh, so, yeah. um, Tiago Santos versus Cyril Gaon, who wins? Cyril Gaon. I think 40% of the MMA world thinks Tiago Santos beat John Jones in his... You know, his second to last fight. I remember that fight. I, I think Jones won both, personally. I, th- I think Jones won the Santos fight. I think Jones lost the Reyes yeah. fight. A lot of people, most people think Reyes won that. I think he did. I was in the minority where I'm like, ah, I think Jones won. But still, I think Jones is starting to show his age a little bit or oh, the, the rust sure. a little bit. And you can't have rust at the heavyweight division because no. you mess up. You zig for when sure. you should have zagged. Your head's in the third row. Yeah, you're very true. It's going to be a big jump for him. But he's looking tough from his videos we see. Yeah. He looks big. He looks bulky. He looks ready. Um, It's John Jones. Let's see if he's actually going to be fucking yeah. ready. He do be powerlifting. I'll give him that. <laughs> he's he's tough, man. But it's going to be interesting to see what he does in the heavyweight division. All right. Stay well, off the little... Stay off the secret juice. Yeah, and, no... Uh, none of Paul Acosta's yeah, secret no juice. No secret juice, and he'll be okay. No secret juice from you. All right. <laughs> we're going to move on to awards. I have an award. Cody has an award. Um, do you ha- do you know yours off the top of your dome? Yeah, but you go first. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, do you know yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with it right now on okay, the spot. It. Okay. okay. It's uh, the, the man with the scary Russian-sounding name award. Fuck. I'll repeat. I don't know if you'll get this. It's the man with the scary Russian. Oh, why am I leaving out? Yeah, I was wondering. Uh, <laughs> like, why are you like dipping? Fuck. <laughs> the man with the scary Russian sounding name award. Did he fight today? He did. We didn't talk about him, though. Can I look at my phone? Sure. 
I'll give you five seconds to look at your phone. Okay, hang on. Five, look. four, three, two, one. So, if you oh. have... Who, who do you think? Magomedov. 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 If you have yeah. like an Edov or a Nurm or like a Mach <laughs> yeah, or a Chev in your name, you're just going to, if you bet on that person, if anyone, any fighter that's fighting has any of those in their name, you bet on them. So that was his debut in the UFC today. I'm, yes, it was. And it was nasty. So Abbas Magomedov, he's 25, four and one. And it was his first fight in the UFC. And I just saw the name Magomedov. And I'm like, all right, so he's going to win. I texted my buddy. I texted James. I'm like, Magomedov's fighting. He's going to win. His name is Magomedov. 19 seconds, he gets a finish. 19 seconds, he knocks a dude out, gets a finish. And that was the fourth quickest um, finish in a UFC debut. We have another crazy Russian in the UFC. Dude, so he's... That was crazy. That fucking front kick, man. Front kick from hell. That yeah. was fucking tough. So that is the, um, what I call it, the man with the Russian sounding name award or something like that. That's okay. It goes to Abbas Magomedov. Congratulations. Okay. This might sound stupid, but it's okay. We're going to run with it anyway. We're, we're cool. We're cool. Okay. For an award, we're gonna, I'm going to switch up from the one I originally had. Okay. I didn't know what you had. Okay. The Terminator of the UFC. The Terminator. The Terminator. There's someone who, like, whatever you throw at them, they just can't be defeated. Can't be defeated. The Terminator uh, of the UFC. All right. Is is this person on this card? No. Oh, shit. I was going to go tie to Ivas. Okay, the Terminator. Thinking, like, Shemaev. I feel like he's a Terminator. I'll go Hamza Shemaev. Yes. Nice. Yes, nice. it is Hasmet Shemaev, man. He is the Terminator. He's not going to lose, I don't think. Although, he's going to have some tough fights. I don't think he's going to lose. I think he's going to go on a crazy run. I think he's going to eat through all these guys. I mean, you look at him. I was kind of worried that when he was going to fight, possibly fight Usman. Mm. Okay. Could be a little worried. I have no fucking worries if he fights Leon Edwards. You think I really don't. Maul him? I think so. And no disrespect to Leon Edwards, but I think he mauls him. I think he fucking eats him up. And I think he would do a great fight against Colby Covington. I think he would eat fucking Jorge Masvidal. I think he would tear all the top ten of that fucking UFC. So you think a champion Hamza Shemaev run is coming? Very soon. I think right now, being Leon, you have to keep Leon as champ. I think the next three best fighters, and obviously they're the ranked ones, Usman, Chimaev, Gilbert Burns. Yep. I think Gilbert Burns is better than Colby Covington. And Colby, for some reason, hasn't fought him. They should make that fight. Well, you think Gilbert Burns is better than Colby? Absolutely. Up top. Absolutely. Dude, Burns Absolutely. is the man. Absolutely, man. <laughs> although, although a lot of people would say if Usman wasn't the champ, which he's not now, Colby Covington is the champion of the UFC. I don't see Colby Covington beating Gilbert Burns. Nah, dude. Gilbert Burns is the man. I don't really see it. I'd love to see. So, I feel like... We're playing matchmaking. You go Colby Gilbert. Yes. Um, you got Nate Diaz in Shemaev right yep. now. Um, and then you do Usman, Usman and... Edwards rematch. And yep. then you see how, like, whoever has the more, you know. If Edwards beats Usman, then you could take either winner of those two fights. Yes. 
But if like Nate wins, he gets a title shot. Like, Absolutely. Duh. Immediately. Um, but I think Shemayev too, if he wins, he'll probably, I think they're probably going to fast track him to a title shot. Yeah. He very well could win that. Yeah, I could see, I could very well see a, uh, a Shemayev, you know, title run here and just being a dominant champion. I feel, he looks so good. I feel that he's such a great fighter and he has a lot to learn. But I feel like he personally, of who he is and things he takes, criticism, he takes that shit to heart. You can tell. Like, he was disappointed in that performance against Gilbert Burns because he didn't do what he should have done, he says. And I think he completely learns from that. But Nate Diaz could be a a fucking play fight. He may mess around. Who knows? But I feel you put him in a serious situation with a guy like Kobe Covington now after that Gilbert Burns fight. Fucking rip Kobe Covington. Mm. I'll be the first to say it. You're calling your shot. Yes, and now it's time to call some different shots because we're moving on yes, to sir. segment number five. We're going to be talking about, you know, you got the whole Jake Paul thing going on right now. You got, like, celebrities fighting, you know, these or they're, they're boxing, boxing other celebrities and retired MMA fighters. So my question is what celebrity do you want to see in the UFC? And then I think there's a nice discussion we can have about, like, who they should who they're going to fight. Okay. Do you, you, have, you you want to say yours first? I say you go first because I'm I'm still debating between a few people. Fuck me too. Um, I'm gonna throw out a joke one first. Okay, and I know the matchup. That okay, I want. go the joke one. I think that we need to see Will Smith <laughs> in the UFC headlining a pay per view against Chris Rock. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. It's like basically on the ground. I think Who I'm wins? gonna eat it. Do Will Smith would slap the shit out of Chris Rock? <laughs> Chris Rock's just too small. He is like, too small. I don't man. know, dude. And like, literally, like Will Smith, like, literally, he, like he went into training to play Muhammad Ali in a movie. Yeah. So like, he's yeah. got probably got some boxing experience. So but, we can um, do any celebrity women. Any celebrity? Yes, you can do women. Fucking Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Okay. <laughs> Random I'm trying to think how so like this is disrespectful. But how much do you think Martha Stewart weights or weights? <laughs> like, what do you think she'd weigh in a, in a fight? I'd I'd put her. <laughs> she put she her at like a, yeah. Put her at a thirty-five, one thirty-five. Fucking. So let's she's do cook, Martha Stewart versus uh, Valentina Shevchenko <laughs> in a title fight. See how that goes. And Snoop Dogg will be in her corner training. Martha's her. Martha's been to the hard. You know, she's been there. Yeah, dude. She went to prison. She's behind bars. Fucking A, man. Martha's rough, man. Make those shanks, you know? You never know what Martha can come up with. I got one. I okay, got one. go for it. I have to, we have to figure out what weight class this dude would okay. be in. But um, actually, I think I know. I listened to a pod the other day. Okay. Mr. Joe Rogan always commentates these UFC fights. I know he's old. Okay. But I think we can find a matchup for him. Yeah. Um. So I think the other day he said he weighed like 199. Listening to the Protect Our Parks podcast that they have. So you put him at what, 185? Put him at 185, put him in a middleweight division. What's a nice matchup for him there? Kevin Gasol. That's perfect. That's perfect. Kevin Gasol. That's the first, they both kind of got the same build. I feel like that'd be a fun fight. Yeah, it would be. Holy shit, you were like, I just, because I can't think of anything better than that. That's perfect. Kevin Gasol, man, would fucking have a fun fight with Joe Rogan. Ke- well, we keep saying Kevin. It's Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin. I do say Kelvin. Kelvin. Fuck. I was thinking the same thing, too, though. I'm like, yeah, Kevin Gasol. Yeah, my guy. Yeah. My guy. <laughs> Kelvin, sorry, the man. The dude who, like, 
ripped Izzy apart. Dude, lost that, the fight. But. You look at Kelvin Gaslam and who he is. He's a great fighter. He's a fun oh, guy, yeah. dude. Wicked cool. You look at his build and you look at him and you're like, how the fuck is he the one I that know. gave Israel Asani the hardest fight? It's weird. How? He looks like a little like like a little raptor, <laughs> a little dinosaur. <laughs> but uh fuck. do do we do another one? What? Another celebrity. Do you have one in mind? I don't know. We I feel like we have to talk about him. Oh, Mark? Yeah, Mark. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, and we're not talking about Mark Wahlberg. No. Mark Zuckerberg. The the Facebook creator, the stealer of Facebook. I know who I want to see him fight. Who? What weight do you think he would fight? So at? he I feel like he might be tall, right? How tall is Mark Zuckerberg? I wanna put Mark Zuckerberg at one fifty five, just cause. I'm gonna Google his Mark. If you have someone in mind, I feel like you're going to say Patty. Absolutely. Yeah, Patty nice. Pimblett called him out one day for shits and giggles because Patty's trying to do good things, influencing on, on Facebook and trying to be the good person. And Mark keeps taking down his fucking posts and all this. And Patty was... 154. Perfect. Nice. Patty Pimblett. Just because he's taking these... He was like, you know, you're taking down my fucking posts. I'm trying to influence yeah. people in a good way. And you got all these people. And I would just... He's a kind of rich asshole that just has to get his ass beat. Yeah. To me, I think he's an asshole. Yeah, I I think that that would be a fun matchup. You could just do Connor versus Mark Zuckerberg because <laughs> you know that's going to make a lot of money. And then also it's like they could put their own money on the line. Like, yeah. I think Mark Zuckerberg understands he's not going to win that fight. No. So maybe it's like they do an over-under of like, can I survive one round with Connor McGregor? Yeah. You know, put their own money. Connor I think that'd be fun. titanium shin bone. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We gotta talk about Connor next pod because yeah, we do. I feel like we we don't we don't talk about him enough. He's you know, he posted a video the other day. I don't know if you saw it. He posted a video of him like getting head on a yacht. Well, did he really? like straight up? And I'm just like, oh damn, hey Connor, what's up? <laughs> did you, did you, such a weird guy. Such a see, weird guy. Did you see? I know this is. Did you see where he was shit talking Hezbollah? Yes, dude. He was like he was like talking about punting Hezbollah. And then how, then Volkanovski was like. You gotta go through me first, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, holy it's fuck. funny Connor that Volkanovsky. was getting head on a yacht. Yeah, and he didn't show like his shaft, but he showed like the top of the head, and he showed like his hand, and it's just like, what are you well, doing? Hopefully, like, cool watch, hopefully bro. it was his wife. Dude, that's the thing. That that's the debate. It's like, was that D or was that just some lady? Because there's so no, many pictures Dia, of right? him like cheating on his wife. He's not even married, is he? I think it's just his girlfriend. Thought it was but his still, wife. I don't know if they're married. No, they're not. Are but they? like, he's so dude. He he's at what the point dick. where he's like out of touch with reality. Where it's just like so cringe anytime <laughs> he posts stuff. Like he's talking about like <sighs> punting someone who has like dwarfism. Yeah, I'm a I'm a punt a fucking 19 year old dwarfism. Yeah. Person. With, with that being said, though, Hezbollah has got to chill. He's awesome, Ho- dude. I don't think he's. This is a hot take. I don't think he's awesome. <laughs> I think he's fucking useless, but well, it's the thing funny. is, like, he keeps like punching people, and then he's like, "Do you see the video of him taking food and like shoving it in Bolinovsky's yeah, yeah, yeah. face?" And it's like, "You're a 19 year old who's just like being a fucking child, being an asshole." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, see the one where he punched Shaquille O'Neal on the yes, boat? <laughs> yes, he punched Shaquille O'Neal. Who else did he punch? He, I think he punched uh, like Habib. He punched he's Habib. Punched. Oh. Fuck, he's punched. Oh, did you see the one? Who's that guy? Was it Nagara? No, who's that guy that does the fucking pod? He does like the little interviews and shit. Oh, it's like the barstool guy. The barstool yeah, guy, and yeah, he fucking yeah. grabbed because he thought 
he thought he said some shit talking. Yeah. Hezbollah thought he was talking shit to him. He grabbed him by his fucking thigh and was yeah. trying to beat him up. Well, I know Hezbollah had a chicken and he named it like Conor McGregor or something. And I think that's why <laughs> Conor got so upset. But Conor has to understand like you have all the money in the world. Like you had two titles in like I know people look at you like you're cringe now. And like you lost a few fights and you got a little angry and you broke your leg bone. You just got to chill out. He, he does. He comes off as such a cokehead. He is a cokehead, probably. Yeah, probably. Connor, don't make Dustin get you again. We're gonna we're gonna call Dustin here to protect us because <laughs> Connor's gonna send. We his know what happens. Yeah, yeah. Us. We know what happened last time. Fucking someone talked shit to somebody that Connor knew. Connor flew on a fucking jet to Barclay Center yeah. and threw a dolly at, a th- at the bus. Threw a dolly at the bus because he couldn't punch nobody. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy that he would. He's like that in his brain. He's like. I yeah. got it. I got it. Let's throw a dolly at a bus. Yeah. Instead of fighting the guy because I'm a USC fighter, let's throw yeah. something. Yeah. That's what you get. Slick move. That's what you get for fucking with Artem Lobov. The <laughs> GOAT. Yeah. The greatest fighter of all oh, time, Artem Lobov. Okay. Uh, We're off the rails at this point. We yeah. got to end this shit. All right. This is episode nine of Let's Talk MMA. Goodbye. See you. Peace.